It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US 99. The Bulls. The Bulls. They beat, oh, is they that what beat you were the Pistons to do? yesterday. Is that the joke you... Okay. They did. 126 to 108. Or as they say uh-huh. in France, 126 to 108. <laughs> Van, don't. No. I, I, yeah, I, don't, oh, I can't I do a like French a accent. That's terrible. Oui, oui. <laughs> when, 126 to 108. Uh, <laughs> You're right. You cannot do it. The reason I'm trying to do a French accent, they played this game in Paris yesterday. And we thought in honor of the Bulls being in Paris, playing in Paris, and winning in Paris, that we'll play a game. But what we need from you is caller five right now. 312-946-4995. All right. So what are we going to do? We're going, I'm going to give a, Melissa and I are both going to give a list of French terms. Oh, I better start looking some up. And, yeah, and, and learning French. <laughs> we'll probably butcher them. And you just have to tell us which a one of those, uh, or you have to tell us what those words mean in French. Okay, Sound sounds good? good. Yes. Okay. 312-946-4995. Which one? A 99-5. That's what you're <laughs> that doing was, right now. That was Italian. No, I know. You know it's the papity. 312-946-4995. Let's t- oh, get God. over some French terms in basketball next. Brianne and Bartlett. So, hey, Brianne, are you ready to play a French basketball words game? Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, let's see if we can figure it out. I have to say one thing is that it is way harder than you think it is. Yeah. Have you ever okay. been to Have you ever been to France? I have. Oh, wow. Where? What part? Uh, Paris and then Albertville. Oh, wait a minute. Did you take French in school? I didn't, actually. Okay, oh, okay. okay. All right, good. Well, you good. had me really worried there Because you'll second. quickly learn that neither did we. <laughs> and that yeah, is... That's not me saying neither did yes. I'm actually saying neither did Melissa and I. We did not take <laughs> French in uh, in school. And we will probably butcher these names, but we'll give you a list of French terms. And you tell us what they mean. And they're all basketball related, okay? Okay. In honor of the Bulls' big win, 126-108 against the Pistons. But who's counting? Yeah. In Paris yesterday. All right, so you ready to play? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's play. <laughs> Here's your first word. Yikes, let me try to start easy because these are hard. They're very hard, right? Okay, here we go. Un tier. Un tier. Um, foul? Is it a foul? No! Oh! It, it was a shot. A shot. A shot. A shot. Good guess, though. Jeez. Okay. What about this? Le filet. Can I hear it one more time? Filet. Filet. Is that foul? Is that foul? Uh, no, that would oh, be the man. net. The net is the lay. Filet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Number three. Blacour. 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 Um. He went to Blacour. <laughs> Ooh, no! It was to block. Oh, to block. To block. Oh, oh we should have oh, known that one. Oh, man. I was yeah, trying to help you out on that one. I know. I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about Le Penier? Le Penier. Can uh, I have it in a sentence again? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Le Penier, un compito de chopoto. 
I don't know what the rest of that. <laughs> I don't know what that was either. I was. I tried to make it sound French. Um, penalty. Is it a penalty? Ooh. Oh, that was such a good oh, guess. Man. I like how Brianne's just guessing foul or penalty for every single guess, one. Though. It was a good guess. Uh, no, but it was basket. Just basket. Oh, man. Okay, I'm helping you with this one. Okay, I have so much confidence in you. Un pom-pom girl. Un cheerleader. Is it a cheerleader? It yes, is. girl. Yes. Woo. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well done. Look, that was not easy, especially this early in the morning. It's it's one thing to yeah. speak French like in the middle of the day. Oh, yeah. But like first thing in the morning to try and speak, no, to try and translate French from two people who are butchering French. <laughs> not easy, but Brianne, you did well. Oh, thanks. I tried. That was awesome. Are you on your way to work this morning? I am. Okay, where do you work? I work for Dooley. I'm a nurse. Oh, very oh, nice. Oh, very well, nice. Well, thank you. We we definitely appreciate our nurses around here, so we appreciate all that you do. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys in the morning. Oh, well, well thanks, Brianne. <laughs> I hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Thanks for so much thanks for playing so much. with us today. Yeah. You guys, too. Go Bulls. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go Bulls. Go Bulls. <laughs> All right, take care. How do, uh, or, or as they say in French, le go le Bulls. Or au revoir, au revoir. I don't know what that, what does that mean? Goodbye. Oh, au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa. Awesome. It's about that time. All right, let's have some fun this morning for a Friday. With a game of one's gotta go. Get your text messages in to our text line, 44995. You send us a couple of options, and we tell you which one's got to go. Thank you to everyone who's already submitted. We keep them coming. The more creative the answer, or the, the question, I guess, the more likely it is to make it to air. And look who we've got on the phone today, our friend Megan in Plainfield. Megan, how are you today? Good, how are you? Doing Good. great. What you doing this morning, Megan? Yeah, what in the world are you doing right now? I'm actually going to school. Oh, going oh. to school? What school? Um, I go to a Plainfield school, but right now I have Wilco, so I teach like preschoolers. Ooh, oh, very nice. Oh, that's kind of cool. So you're like a teacher and a student. Yeah. Is that what you're going to go to college for? Yeah. Wow, way to start early and be ambitious. Yeah, I hey, like that a lot. Kudos. From two people who weren't growing up, well done. <laughs> yeah. You make us look real bad. Yeah, yeah. Worse real than bad. we already look. <laughs> All right, Kyle, let's get Megan started off with a good one. All right, one's got to go, Megan. Being forced to walk 10 miles or being forced to drive 10 hours? Oh, my Which God. one's got to go? Um, Being forced to walk 10 miles. That one's got to go. Why is that? Hours. Um, my feet are really bad, so I could not handle that. <laughs> oh, really? She's like, I'll sit. I'll yep. sit. In, I'm done in the car for ten hours. Oh man, I cannot sit that long. Yeah. I lose my mind. Uh, okay, I would walk ten miles. Really? I would walk, walk ten uh, miles. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Okay. Thank you, uh, Proclaimers. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Good job. Uh, the I I would say I'm actually going to say the the driving ten hours has got to go because I I one I lo- I love to walk ten ten miles is a long ways but 
Uh, I, I can't sit, like, five hours is my limit on road trips. I love being on the road and driving. Sure. And thinking and clearing my mind. Right. But 10 hours, that's too much mind clearing. That's I only have lot. so much mind to clear. Yeah. All right, next one. We got, uh, obviously, we had Monday off. So one's got to go. Having Mondays off or having Fridays off? Which one's got to go? Um, Having Fridays off because... I feel like it gives you an extra day to prep for the week if you have Monday off. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. Mm, that's a good. That, yes. Yes. I, I again, like I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of Sunday scaries on on actual Sundays. I know. <laughs> Give it me Sunday like scaries on Mondays. Fast. Right. It comes way too it fast. It comes too fast. I agree with you a hundred percent, Megan. Like Fridays have got to go. You need time to come off that Saturday fun night. Exactly. You know? Yeah. All right, last one just for you, Megan, because you can relate to both that we can't. So give us the honest answer. One's got to go. Being a student or being a teacher? (laughs) Which one's got to go? Yeah. Um... I would say being a student. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I thought that one was coming. Why is that? Um, me personally, I really like teaching. So, and I'm just over being a student. Okay. Yeah, right? Oh, man. I, yeah. By the time of the the end of the learning, woo, you're like ready to move on with life. Yeah. Well, Megan, yeah. thank you so much for playing with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So go take care of those kids. Yes. And uh, and your homework. <laughs> yeah. Go do your homework and then make sure you grade the homework of the preschoolers. <laughs> just more work. work you work, know, work, teacher, work, it's work, the teacher-student life that never ends. <laughs> never ends. <laughs> Melissa. We got an email from a guy named Austin. Oh, yes. For dear Melissa and Austin. My man. So he lives out in Arlington Heights. I found this really interesting, so I wanted to follow up on this and see what you thought. Okay. So he said that he had started a new job right before the new year, and he loves it, but there's a problem, and it's his boss. Oh, no. So he said, I think she hired me because she has a crush on me. (laughs) And then... And then he says, I'm not going to lie. I did do a little flirting during the interviews to kind of help myself get hired. Sure, yeah. But here's the thing. I'm in a relationship long distance. Oh, no. Yeah. So, And I'm assuming the boss does not know that. The boss doesn't know it yet because he's never talked to her about it. So. Oh, my gosh. How do I tell her? Do you think it will affect my position or is it something I should even bring up? Okay. Because she keeps flirting. I love this. I love this for a few reasons. What to do? Mainly because that's essentially how I got this job. I just flirted my my head off with Melissa. (laughs) I got her to like me. My bo- our boss uh-huh. Marcy flirted, flirted with her. With her. Mm-hmm. I just uh, all of the women in my life. I just flirt with. You're a flirt because I think it's <laughs> it just helps your case. Uh, no, no, I I get that, and I will say I it is one thing. I feel like I'm a lot like Austin, where uh, I will probably a lot of times be like, oh, I think she likes me when she has no interest. Like in she's me at actually all. just being friendly. Yeah, exactly. You're like, right. You're like taking it all wrong. So I will say, Austin, take everything that you think with a grain of salt a massive grain of salt because a lot of times when you do think the girl likes you she doesn't but let's say for sake of argument that she does just in case he, he got the job because he was flirtatious and she liked him and maybe thought something could happen from it okay what do you think i don't think you tell her about your long distance girlfriend you don't no i just don't think it's i don't think it's i think it's a need to know basis basically 
And she doesn't need to know. How do you not tell her? Because then you almost have to tell her because then you're kind of like, you could be potentially leading her on. And if she goes down that path for a really long time, like continuing to flirt and think that something, which, you know, boss to the, what do you call them, subordinate? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like those are kind of like weird anyway. Aren't you kind of like getting yourself into trouble? I mean, maybe like if it comes up in conversation, sure. Right. You say something. I don't think you make it obvious. You say it casually. Right. But I don't but think you, you need to be like, hey, listen. I have a girlfriend. No, no, that could no. Be weird. Right, that is weird. I think more, more like when you take like a long weekend and say, "Hey, I wanted to know if I could have Monday off because I'm taking Going a trip to, to see my, my girlfriend. girlfriend," and and then break it to her, ask her in an email. <laughs> so, so it's not face to face. I hate face to face. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't surprise me in the least bit. Because just knowing you, Mm-mm. you're you love to send the longest text messages. Even when like Kyle's like in the <laughs> producer's booth, you'll like text him instead of like going and talking to him. I know. <laughs> and like every time, every time you're like, oh, I'm in a fight with Kim. You know, I'm like, oh, why, what are you guys fighting about? And she's like, well, here, let me. I'll let you read it. You have to fight over text? You didn't call? You didn't do it? That's because I have everything in writing. I'll say, you said this and upset me. And he'll go, I never said that. And then you're like, I've got the receipts. Yeah, because he'll go, I never said that. I'm like, oh, you did too. My goodness. Austin, look, thank you so much for emailing Dear Melissa and Austin. We appreciate it. Look, I don't doubt it. If your name Austin, odds are the women probably love you. Oh, God. So, Melissa. Yes. You know how I've recently gotten into cooking? Yes, and no, I know. No, I didn't say gotten back into cooking. No, it's For the brand first new. time in my 30 plus years of living, I am um, I'm cooking for the first time, mainly uh, due to pressure from my wife to help out more. And, and the convenience of and the, meals. And the convenience of me's meals. Me's meals has helped a ton. I know. They're actually teaching me how to cook too, which it, I love. It's not fake advertising what we do with me's meals. Mm-mm. Like it is legitimately. I had a me's meals last night. I know. They're so they're so good. The jambalaya. <laughs> it was delicious. Yummy. Anyway, so I'm cooking now. And with doing that, we've been talking about cooking fails. Okay. And yesterday we had our friend Julia, who you hear every uh, week afternoon on B96. Yeah, she's so sweet. She called in with one of hers. Okay. Um, on Sunday, I was making a cauliflower pizza for lunch. You know, one of those just like frozen guys you get from the store. Sure. And I feel like those you always have to add like a ton of spices to it to make them good because they're really bland. So I have it on my stove. I'm adding, you know, the everything but the bagel seasoning, some red pepper flakes. And then I go to grab what I think is oregano. <laughs> it's not oregano. It's catnip. Because my loving boyfriend thought it would be fine to put that in the spice cupboard. <laughs> Phenomenal. Wow. Catnip what you think is oregano, food. but you put catnip on it. Unbelievable. So now we want to know, what's your worst cooking fail? 312-946-4995. Did you mistake the catnip or oregano or vice versa i remember the first time i didn't realize how quickly butter can burn right <laughs> oh boy did i burn some popcorn i never got that burn mark out of the pan either really i nope the pan was forever black what is your cooking fail 312-946-4995 again this is a safe place judgment-free zone 
Grayson McHenry. Hi, Grace. Do you have a cooking fail? Yes, I do. What happened? I was making a pizza at my boyfriend's parents' house, <laughs> and his mom likes to keep a bunch of stuff in the oven for, like, storage. So I thought I took it all out, and oh, there no. was this black plastic thing oh, in no. the very back. No, 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 oh, no, no. Shoot. Yeah, and it melted and hardened all over the metal rack. Oh, no. And my boyfriend had to, like, take it outside with a saw to get it off, because that's how hard it was. No. Oh, my God. Was he even able to get all the plastic off, though? He got a majority off with the saw, and then we decided to put it back in the oven and turn the oven back on and let it get soft again, and we got most of it off. Oh, my gosh. What a mess. I bet you that stunk so bad. I know. He was so upset. <laughs> the smell of burning plastic. Yeah. That, that had to be yeah, toxic. Was bad. But they didn't have to get like a new oven or anything like that, right? No. Worst case scenario, I was going to buy them another metal rack, but we ended up getting most of it off, so we just didn't even tell his parents. So now they just oh. have... Oh, wait, 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 wait. They don't even know? <laughs> no. <laughs> now that... That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Grace. They did it in time and fixed everything before they even found out. Grace, they don't they don't listen to US 99, do they? No, no, no. Okay. All right. Good. Because uh, <laughs> otherwise, this is a different Grace and McHenry. Uh, <laughs> if they happen to be tuning in, this is a uh, totally different Grace and McHenry that accidentally left plastic in the oven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, don't store that stuff in your oven. I used to do that. I don't do it anymore. My grandma used to keep cereal know, boxes in drives, the oven. I'm OCD. So it drives me nuts. Me but, too. Know, her, her house. Yeah. <laughs> well, Grace, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. No problem. Have a good day. Mary Kate in Yorkville. Do you have a cooking fail? Fortunately, I do. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so basically, I was in college. So like I said, it kind of sets the whole mood. But we were like, oh, let's make some cookies. But we didn't have any cookie sheets. So we said, oh, that's fine. We can use cooling racks. Um, so oh, my gosh. Day, we, yeah. We look inside of the oven, and all the cookies slid down through the slits on the cooling rack <laughs> and were covered in the bottom of the oven. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, no. All right, look, hand raised. Yeah. Uh, someone that's new to cooking. What's a what's the difference yeah. between a, a cookie sheet and a and a cooling rack? A cooling rack is like the one like that you use to cool. So um, there's like slits through it where a cookie sheet or a baking sheet is just flat. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the cooling racks yeah. are just like little thin wires, like, oh, like so that metal. they can. Right. Like, yes. Okay, so it's so, like it's like the inside of an oven, like the grill, like boy, that you would put you on the oven. Really haven't. Cooked. I, I yeah. know nothing, guys. You do. You know nothing. That's why almost every time I cook, it's a fail. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is so funny. Yeah, not to even think that it would melt and fall through. That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, oh, the cookies stay the same size. Yep, no difference about it at all. Oh, wow. It'd be fun to clean up. Oh, yeah. And it was a community oven, so it oh, took no. even longer. So. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you poor thing. They're like, who put the cookies on the bottom of the oven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mary Kate, that's great. Well, thank you so much for calling and sharing. Of course. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Okay, you, you too. too. Look. Which do you think is worse of those two? I mean, they both made a huge mess. Yeah, right. And both oven related. Because when the cookies fall to the bottom of the oven they, yeah. they and it turns black, it's like almost impossible to get that out. You don't think they're still edible when they hit the bottom? <laughs> I think you should try That's it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm I like, think how can I salvage it. those cookies? <laughs> it's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US 99.
Good morning. It's Melissa and Austin. We have none other than the famous one and only Winona Judd. Good morning, Winona. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning to you. Oh, I love that energy. I love that energy. <laughs> We're so excited to talk to uh, Winona Judd. You know, you have something special coming out here. Very special. Like, it's really cool, and you have a lot of people who are going to be very excited to hear this news. And what is that? <laughs> okay, I was going to let you do it, but <laughs> you are announcing. <laughs> She's like, uh, tell me, please. The Judds, the final tour in celebration of the life and legacy of your mom, Naomi Judd. So, I mean, this obviously was a very recent decision. It was already in the works. When Mother was alive, we were going to tour together. And when she died, it literally fell into my lap. What are you going to do? Are you going to sit at home and stay stuck in your grief? And I thought, nope, I can't. And I'll, I'll be really honest with you. When you deal with suicide, one of the things that you, you find yourself wanting to do is run really fast and scream into the woods in the wilderness. But the problem with that is you have to come out. And I think people are shocked a little bit that I was going to do this tour in the beginning because they thought, well, how can you do this tour? You're grieving. And I said, well, it's just who I am. Everybody's different. Yeah. Everyone of grieves. Course. In a very, in a very, very private way, and I'm doing that on my personal time. But I'm also a musician, and music has saved my life. And so I sing through the storm, and that's what I'm known for doing. And I'm definitely doing that now. I'm showing up, whatever shape I'm in, and I'm letting it rip. Is this like a therapy, like a, a way to add yes. to the therapy for you? Yes, yes, absolutely, 100%. I did not know that in the beginning. I'll be honest. I did not know that. But when I showed up to these shows, guys, I will tell you, I stood there and I literally held my microphone up in the air yeah. because 14,000, 15,000 people are singing back to me so loud that they were overtaking my vocals. Oh my and gosh. I just was blown away. I was blown away. It, it absolutely took me to another world. And I couldn't get over it. And I don't want to ever get over it because it's the most holy experience of my life. Oh, that's oh my beautiful. Gosh. That, that it, sounds beautiful. It really is. It really is. And it's, yeah, it's, you know, they always talk about music heals. And I guess you're kind of experiencing that firsthand. 100%. I do a show that day, for instance. We have a sound check and we have up to two, 300 fans. And they come and they've got the t shirts on. Some have uh, more rhinestones than I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I've even I've even had men dress as me, and that's that's the ultimate compliment. You know, you <laughs> right? Right? Shows up with facial hair and a, and a red wig, and you know that you've made it. Um, so I stand there and I answer their questions, and it's crazy. It's the most crazy family reunion you can possibly imagine. Oh, I love that it feels like that for you, and that it that it gives you that experience too to help you heal. And you know, I think other people are going through that healing process too through your shows because they were such fans of your mom 100 percent truth i cannot tell you how many times people come up to me i just flew back from mexico and i was in the airport for the majority of a couple of days here and i had people walk up to me and say my mother died of suicide mm. and there's a bonding <sighs> that happens when you stand there and you share your story with somebody else and they share their story with you it's about it's it's the most personal it gets right so right. you're standing in a bathroom you're standing in a bathroom you're washing your hands and then some chick will come up to me and say i knew your mother back when she was in nursing school and i'm looking at her going wait what wow. i don't understand what's happening right now and it takes me back to when i was a teenager and all of a sudden i'm transformed into some little girl who's trying to make it in country music 
and I'm not the Winona Judd on the Marquis sold-out show. I'm this little girl who's remembering her mother in nursing school. It's just crazy, you guys. It's the most crazy thing I've ever done, and this is going to be the most amazing 15 shows, and then it's going to be over, and I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Well, and it's not just that you're, you know, you're putting on 15 shows, but it's the fact that you're bringing along some of your closest friends along for the ride. Like this is, I mean, you're not just getting the Judds. Uh, Ashley McBride, who we love and is absolutely hilarious. Uh, Brandy Carlisle, Kelsey Ballerini, Little Big Town, like just to name a few. Like this is, this is going to be like an all out like show. This is going to be uh, a truly special evening. But I also feel like it's one of those shows um, when Nona that, you know, I don't know that people ever thought it would happen like this, you know, to to happen not only in this way makes it so incredibly special and healing, but to bring all these people together, almost like healing as a group. I think when you bring a large group of people together like that, the power of healing kind of takes on a life of its own. It does. And I will tell you, Straight up, but Nashville is a very small community. For anyone who's never been to Nashville, it's not a very big city in terms of country music and the and the square footage of where our offices are and where we do business. You know, when you go to the Ryman Auditorium, that's been there since the beginning of time almost, and you just feel like you're in the mother church because you are. Right. And these people came to my rescue, literally. They said, we want to be a part of this, and it's become it's a once-in-a-lifetime tour. That's the fact. I'll yep. have many tours to come. But there will never be another tour like this, and I'll never have the feelings that I have now, again, grieving the loss of my mother. I mean, everyone's going to have to face this, and when you face something this horrendous, you have to rely on your community. And the community has wrapped their arms around me, and I'm completely overwhelmed. It's just the most humbling and holy experiences of my adult life. Oh, I love that, Winona. You know, and it does have that feeling. It really does. Even from the outside as a fan um, and feeling like, you know, a lot of us has grow- have grown up with you and your mom. Yeah. Um, it just, it feels incredibly special. Um, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, you know, and I try not to get upset because I understand, you know, the loss of a loved one um, in that way, as right. a matter of fact. Well, and it's 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 inspirational, too, to see you yeah. kind of going out and, and doing what you love to kind of use it as as we said, your therapy and just a way to kind of uh, bring community together because I feel like so often in, in, in such dark times like that, it's it's being with others and having that community that really helps us, like, pull us out of it. Right. Well, thank you for sharing that because it is professional therapy. I do personal therapy all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. and I'm in a grieving process, but I'll tell you what, there's something healing about this tour that I will never get again. And I'm the great. I'm so grateful for this tour. I know it's a professional thing. I know we're doing a show. I know about production. I know how to give it everything I've got. But I tell you, as a person, a believer, as a woman, as a mother and a daughter and a sister, I feel like this is one of those times in my life that I will look back on and say, how in the world did this happen? This is above and beyond anything I could comprehend in my wildest dreams. Oh, I can only imagine. We are right there with you. I mean that wholeheartedly. Um, You're going to be in Moline, actually, on February 10th. Mm -hmm. with Little Big Town will be coming to that show, too. And I know, without a doubt, sold out. Everybody's going to be there. Your mom is going to be there in spirit. And we're all going to share in, you know, the love of the Judd family. And we just cannot wait for you to come to Illinois. And, you know, Winona, you gave me an idea. I think I might show up dressed as you. Uh, 
Uh, I've got my beard in place. I think I might <laughs> just get the red wig and and rhinestones. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna show up as you. Okay. If you have the guts, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. Jackie in St. Charles. Jackie. Remember me? Oh my god! Do gosh. we remember you, Jackie? Um, yeah. I haven't stopped thinking about you. Ooh. Oh, stop it! Watch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jackie, what is your great news? Oh my gosh! So you met my one son at Elf Up, remember? We did yes. at, at our holiday happy hour. Yes. So he's the overachiever, <laughs> ultra marathoner. My other son lives and works in England. Oh. Another over overachiever. England as in the country. The yes, the country England. Okay. Yes. UK. Wow. Yeah. So, traveled all over the world. Another way, way, way overachiever. But my Christmas gift from my son in England was tickets to the Cubs Cardinals game in London in June. No. Oh my gosh. Really? On and the game is on my birthday. Stop it, Jackie. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. The game actually falls on your birthday too to top it off. Yes. Wow. wow. What are the odds? What a what a, a gift. He's so generous. It These sounds two like boys it. are the most amazing sons in the entire world. They're so generous. Hey, amazing sons come from amazing moms. That's what that's what they say. Oh. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So they just again I have to brag on the other one because I've bragged on the first one a lot. Right. So, that was actually I think the first time you called this show was uh to brag on your your son running the Iron Man. Yes. Yes. So, amazing human. They're they're both amazing, amazing human beings. Jackie, do you have any extra tickets to this game? <laughs> well I d- actually, my son did purchase eight tickets for this game. Okay, wow. all right. So okay. me, Keep Kyle, talking. Melissa, you, you're Keep in. Keep talking. No, no, no. My other son, his girlfriend, my son that bought the tickets, <laughs> oh. his girlfriend. I get a plus one, though. Oh, I do oh, get a oh. plus one. Dibs, oh, dibs. So, so the new boyfriend is probably going to go with, because we've been together eight weeks now. Okay. Oh, look at that. And everything is still going well? Oh, my gosh. So well. Like over the top. Has he met the son yet? Because uh, when we were at Elf Up, he they hadn't met yet. He met him very briefly. Okay. Okay. All right. And uh, yeah. so this is a little far out. So you need to like make sure that this relationship it, works. Absolutely. There's going to be no airfare bought until we're locked and loaded. There right. you go. You know, it's like Jackie. It's so cool to hear how many good things are going on in your life. Like there's just a lot of good happening Thank right you. now. I'm blessed. I am so beyond. Oh, that's even, so sweet. I can't even tell you. And you guys make my day every single day. I would not start my day without you two. Well, Jackie, you make our day when you call I in. Know. And we always appreciate you sharing your great news because it makes us feel so great. Thanks, guys. Aww. Well, congratulations on love such you. love you too. Love on you, such a Jackie. great present. Yes, I'm so excited. Aww. Just very excited. Beyond Aww. excited. That's so cool. Well, thank you so much for calling, Jackie, and updating us with all your great news. It's awesome. You're welcome. Okay, guys, have a great one. Okay, right, you bye. too. 
Melissa, look at the time. Look at that. It's time for the 5 at 8.35. Today we have got Joe and New Lennox going up against Kate and Crete. Kate, why don't you say hello to Joe? Hey, Joe, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Oh, all right, you two. <laughs> Are you guys ready to play for some tickets to go see Eric Church? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right, I'll take that as a yes. Okay. Well, I hope you know your country (laughs) trivia. I'm trying. Indeed we do. Okay. All right. Joe sounds very confident. Melissa, what's the only rule, though? The rule to the game is that your name is your buzzer. Do you understand? Compete. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay, with all that said, let's play. Wow. Question number one. Cold As You is a song sung by what CMA Entertainer of the Year? Oh, Kate. Kate. I'm going with Cold As You. Chris Stapleton. Is it Chris Stapleton? It is not. Joe, you want a chance for a rebuttal? Yeah, let's try uh, Luke Bryan. Is it Luke Bryan? No. It is not. It is Luke. <laughs> Luke Combs, though. We're looking for Luke, Luke Combs. Combs. Yeah. Okay. Listen closely. Question number two. Tyler Hubbard recently launched his solo career by releasing a single called Five Foot Nine. What country music duo was he a member of? Joe. Hey. Joe. Oh, Florida Georgia on, Line. Is it Florida Georgia Line? Yeah. It is. Okay. All right, question number three. What country music duo sings the song Stay a Little Longer? Three seconds. Oh, man. Looks like you guys needed to think a little longer. It was Brothers Osborne. Brothers Osborne. Uh, Okay, here we go. Joe leads one nothing. Question number four. What job did Cole Swindell do for three years on Luke Bryan's tour? Kate. Kate. He sold T-shirts. Did he sell T-shirts? He did. Kate ties it up. Heading into question five. This is for all the marbles. And by marbles, I mean tickets to see Eric Church. Going to church. Going to church. What country artist has a track listing that includes songs like Unforgettable, Marry Me, 16, and Look What God Gave Her? Three seconds. Kate. Kate. Um, Three seconds. I'm going to go with Thomas Rhett. Is it Thomas Rhett? You're going to see Eric Church. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Joe, don't worry. We'll be playing more 5 at 835 on Monday for some more tickets.